Patsy O'Shea, Glounce Lock. Describe Glounce Lock to us, uh, Patsy. I've never heard of myself. Well, it's part of a big domain of Sands' estate one time. So I go as number one, Glounce Lock. My next door neighbour, Katrina and Mick uh, Mulhern, they go by number two, Glounce Lock. And their, their son, Connor, and daughter, Anna. So I'm up at the, at the far up end of the estate. Mm. And where you come in, my entrance is, it was always the back entrance to Salo Glen House, as it used to go. It's the back entrance, and it's always classed as an Irish mile. The main entrance is above at the other end as you come in off the cross of the wood, where Michael O'Connor lives there now and his family and re- redone up all the, the, the old lodge which is lovely to see I noticed when I got here you have unbelievable views like from the front to the back you're very lucky yeah they say from the top of my field above there there's 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 a marker up there they say I don't know I couldn't figure them out anyway ever but they say you can see five counties is that so? yeah but over clear there you can see the Killarney Mountains and all back along and then you're looking down on the Shannon Estuary mm-hmm. and uh, down the land bank. And I would propose, hopefully, we'll get our LNG project up and running, fighting for it for a long, long time. So that's that part of it. Did you grow up here? Yeah, well, I was born in Cork, as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> my father was in the army, that's where he met my mother. So my grandfather came from Beaufort in Killarney Dean with the Dinans. They took over the estate for all the timber, trees and so forth. Mm-hmm. And that's that part of it. We're in the parish of Tarbert. And you have Tarbert and Valley Langford. So that's that part of it. Okay. Do you watch me look? Yep, yeah, no worries. So North Kerry then, to go from Cork to North Kerry, must have been a bit of a change. Oh, big change, yeah, yeah. yeah. You but, don't remember it, do you? You were quite young, I suppose. No, 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 no. We, we came here, I suppose, in the, in the 50s. I remember the old estate, big, great house down below. That I remember that, barely remember that being demolished at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a pity ever demolished in buildings, but that's part of it anyway. Was it quiet? A quiet parish? Oh, yeah, very quiet, oh, yeah. There was, yeah, they would have teams, par- um parish leagues I think one of the name of the teams were the Gullet team that'd be that'd be down the road because I remember they was trained up in my father's field and there was a great character he got passed on out Tommy Hennessy was his name from Bally Longford he was very good to the, the Irish in America but he was training them and when the training session was all over they'd go down to the lofts of where the great house was there's still part of the the coach house is there, and he'd have his bicycle with the bicycle with the dining board, and he'd have it down the corner. He and he would have me in the corner turning the pedals to keep the light on the, while he was training them. So oh I always remember that. That always sticks out in my mind. You must have had fierce legs. They're not very long, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's it. Went to school in Rain Turk. It is still there. You could see just see there from the coast road. We used to go down in, in the springtime, we'd go down through the fields to about two and a half to three miles. And there was, there was about 40, 41 of us going there. Okay. Good numbers. Two, good numbers, two teachers, Mrs. Buckley, 
Miss Morton, but there was other ones there. There was always a famous teacher. I never remember her. But they said if I had started a year earlier than what I did, that the la- the other teacher, Mrs. Miss Mrs. Rin, Mrs. Rin was her name. She taught my father as well. And if I had started a year sooner, she'd have taught me as well. So oh, that would be a bit of history. That would have been an incredible history. True. So that, I wish I was here. I'm talking about that. And did you enjoy school? I didn't. I didn't. You like myself, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not really. Tell you the truth, I left school when I was fourteen, of a Friday evening, and the following Monday morning, it, I had to be in, into Ballylangford. There was three bakeries in Ballylangford at the time, and they had a little job arranged for me there. Triborough's they went by. There were the Mulver, Roger Mulvin over Basic Payne, his other brother there, and I forget the brother back in Bally High. And uh, that was that was my, 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 my experience after leaving school. Right? And how did you find that? Didn't find that great. I, was, I wasn't cut out to be a baker. <laughs> I was, I was, and she's, my mother always said, if you don't like it, she said, we'll always sort out something else for you, which they did. So I ended up above John Neville's in Lina Moore where I really loved working when I was, was there for a good many years, learning, learning how to drive a little grey tractor and so forth. So that was that. But then down at the school, the older ones, we'd be sent up. Maisie Moores was the name of the place, just up, up the whole well up the field for buckets of water for to make their tea for the, for the teachers and so yeah, forth. Yeah. And then, obviously, you spent a number of years there at John Levels and, and whatnot. What did you do after that? Jesus, I went here and there. I, I, I went to England in for a few years. Yeah. What was that like? That was good. That was fine until I came home then for a bit of a holiday and I couldn't settle down after going back again. So mm. we came back to the old homestead again. And How many years were you there for? I suppose I was there four or five probably. Yeah. Coming and going. But times were good there that time, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Irish people in England. Oh, there and were. They, they st- still are. We were in the height of it, Kilburn. The Gal- go to the old Galtimore and the Black Line pub was another famous one and all that. Making a decision like that to go overseas, it was it hard? Well, re- yeah, it was, I suppose. But we, they were all gone. Mm-hmm. The family was Fitzmaurice's in there in Bally Langford. The two taxi cars took them down to Limerick to get the train, to get the boat to go years ago, yeah. whole family went one morning. You know, North Kerry is a sense, you know, it is a bit of a quiet area and it's important that people kind of remain here and employment and local employment is it's sought for to keep the community alive. That's just it. That's why we're we're campaigning the whole time now for this big project. That was the nearest we ever got to having something positive, but we will wait and hope. We'll wait and hope. We have the fingers crossed very tight at the moment. Mm-hmm. The, the final decision is supposed to come out at any stage now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hopefully. Now, when I came here this this morning, I was looking for you, and you're no, you're over doing your few bits and jobs. You're very busy now at the moment. Very busy at the moment. Now we're trying to get the old bit of winter firing in. Yeah. We have one load home, and there's a couple of more to come. And there's years, I'd say, of stories of people going back. You know, getting prepared for the winter during oh, the summer. Oh, there Isn't is. It amazing? There is. There is. It was all timber at, down in the old homestead when I, when I was growing up. There was there was no no machines for turf cutting turf or anything that time much. All hand done. All hand done. Yeah. yeah. Bringing home, I remember my father bringing home a few loads in a horse and car, and I think the the journey was nearly eight miles from where we lived to the, where the bog we have now. Oh my god. Yeah. 
there's a, a good few weeks working it. You really need to depend on the weather. There is, there is, or the weather. Which is no bother this year. Mm. There's no problem whatsoever. Just turn it and throw it together and leave it dead in for so long. Yeah, exactly. Did you did dread the day or did you enjoy it? Oh, I enjoyed it with, with my, my cousins across the road. John Moriarty, Pat Moriarty, their grandfather, Jack Moriarty and Martin. And I have great cousins across the road, no Martin and Breed and his, their family as well. So uh, it was kind of a retreat. I wasn't very much said. We, you know, we, there was that so many in the family. We were so young and they were middle-aged in. Mm-hmm. And it was tough going. But uh, yeah, that's, 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 I, I get angry with them all around the place. And, well, so, family is everything. Yeah, family is everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're my cousins now and they're doing very well, thank God. You did lose your sister a number of years ago. Yeah, 1988 it was. And she was quite young. Quite young. She was just in her late, late 30s, I think, roughly. Yeah. Tell me about that and what happened. She, she was a great character and she, 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 she was going to England or Wales for the summer. And she'd come home then for the winter to look after my mother and father. And this time she was home one Christmas and I knew, I looked, see her and I said, there's something, I said, I couldn't figure out what was wrong, but she wasn't herself. So she went away then and had all the arrangements made in for her marriage. She'd get married in Ballet Longford. The arms was booked for the reception. And the guy she met was, he was Welsh with Wales. And she she was coming home then, and she was delayed coming home. We didn't know what was going on, so she came home of a Sunday evening then, and she was only she was only barely able barely able to come in the door. She was dying like with cancer. We never knew she she kept it from us the whole time. So they got her down home then, put her in, put her on the drip. That was Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Her wish was to get married, and she had all her little luggage all along the side, up in the room. I always remember now, I was up and down and how many times a day, and she was pinting the whole time with this particular suitcase, and I eventually opened, and all her wedding gear was in there. So when I saw that, then it softened me, so they were saying not to let her get married because she had property in Killarney and all this, she had a house in Killarney and so forth. So they had to get onto the bishop then. And the bishop said, if the family leaves it, go ahead, go ahead. Mm. So she got married Wednesday evening. She was dying away down below on the bed. Her, a great friend of hers, which is gone out as well, Gabriel Kylie, she came out <laughs> with a bottle of some spirits <laughs> to celebrate the marriage that evening. I'll always remember that. And, um, and she pulled herself up when Gabriel went in. Mm. Another great character, Kylie family in Tarbert, they were... Great family, great friends of ours as well. So that was Wednesday evening and she was going down hill rapidly then on Thursday. And I was below with her. We were all below and my late wife, Katie May and all. And she was there on my arm and she passed away. A bride for a day she was. Oh yeah, it was... What was her name? Margaret O'Shea. Margaret. She was a great character. She walked the swanky for many years. When Mrs. Prindable took over the swanky, she was running it with, with her. And so forth. You must uh, miss her. Yeah, we do. There was only the two of us there. Yeah. And when she was going to school herself and her cousin, Peggy Moriarty, which is, she has passed on as well now, 
they used to have to go mooching and we'd core up for them then. Oh. They'd have their little bottles of milk and a few little sandwiches and we'd call them then. We'd come back up home. I remember that as well. Oh. You were close? We were close. Well, and then the Moriarty's across the road. We were all a very close family. Yeah. And yeah. I bet they were there for you. She was my nana across the road, my dad's sister. Okay. She was my favourite auntie. Oh. If we ever had a little tiff below at home, my mother, I say, I'm going up to Nana. Oh, go up to Nana, Nana, look after you. <laughs> so, you know, it's lovely to have all the memories. It is, and it's important because, you know, sometimes maybe we do think about the bad things too much, but keeping those good memories. Oh, I, 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 I love that. See, I, I, I love him now across the road. There. Martin, that's there now. He's my cousin, and he married to Breda. She was Breda Joyce, or before she, her, her name. She's nursing. Mm. And our great, a great family. Three, she had that three girls and a boy. So one of the old girls is out in Canada at the moment. Here, mm. yeah. So that's about all about all that side of it. But we, 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 we had great times. Mm. And so we hadn't an awful lot, but we, we were happy. And that's one of the most important things in life. You know, you don't need a lot to be happy. That's just it. Mm-hmm. Great neighbours down the, down the road, the O'Connors. They're like a part of ourselves only. There's no bloodline there. <laughs> Get there for years. I ended up working there for years as well. Yeah, exactly. Walking down in, I walked down at Mosgraves, another lovely place, down in Rallapan. So that was it. And speaking of neighbours, you have one of the Kerry ladies. Oh, I have our favourite girl down the road, Neve Camberley, and I want to wish her the best of luck on Sunday. Uh, will you be watching? Oh, indeed, I will. I will. We've had an incredible journey. <laughs> yeah, she's only just on the road there from us, and we'll put we have a pack up along the road for her. And oh, lovely! A great character altogether. Mm-hmm. Be good friends with all of them. It's lovely to see them, you know, when they're so young and then developing into these That's footballers right. and you know idols for small girls as well. That's just it. It is encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my cousin, second cousin, or Lindsay Moriarty, she was into rugby a lot. Yes. But then when she started secondary school and things that died off, I suppose, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then Morty, the brother, was into it as well. Well, that's the thing with, um, you know, when girls go into secondary school, they actually fall away from sport. So it's great for the likes of Neaf and, you know, many that's other it. athletes that, oh, they, yeah. that they continue. It is great encouragement. Yeah. It keeps them out of trouble and mm-hmm. going to training sessions and everything. Mm-hmm. And the fresh air is so good for your head as well. That's just it. Mm-hmm. But going back to the Irish Mile, down to the Sallow Glen House at the other end where I mentioned the O'Connor, the other O'Connor family, mm-hmm. they used to have crossroad dancing there always, across the woods it goes by. Yeah. We organised an old crossroad gathering there a few years. What was the year of the, the was it the gathering? We had, we had a great session there, brought back the old, oh, r- revived it, yeah. So you'd be a man for a few steps so High, what was the name of the band we had? High Country, I think. They were a lovely band. And then we had a disco after. Oh, jeez, I couldn't put one leg in front of the other. I have good friends that's good dancers, but not me. You'd, be the, you'd, you'd sit down and watch. And I'd be the one for giving you the black toe. for <laughs> 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 oh, that seat. Uh, was there many days like that, you know, living here over the years where you could go out and socialise? Where would your spot be? Oh, well, mostly Ballybunnan when we were. Yeah. If we had a few bob to go back there for a weekend, yeah. the bit of money would be scarce, all right, like. Did you make the most of it? We would, we would, we would. Exactly. Yeah, we often walked home from Ballybun on a Saturday night. But there'd be no rush once we'd be home for... If we could make mass Sunday morning, Bally... Bally Lamford. <laughs> that's all. Oh, as long as you had a fresh head for it, that's, that's all just that it, that's just it. 
And I see the teddy bear here. What's the story? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I came up over at a knick-knack shop in Glynn where I used to go for my dinner a lot at a taste restaurant in Glynn. And she said to carry him away because she said you were fierce interested in him. Well, and I have the... That's the belly lamp for colours, the blue and white flag. We're in the Tarbert Parish. I kind of always blew the, flew the blue and white flag. Just mention Charles Fitzell. He's my friend. Yeah. He organised this. He did a course. He said, leave it, leave it, leave it with me, he says, and we'll... Because yeah. he knows the Ireland Radio. And he's a Kerry. lovely listener as well, every week. Ah, he's lovely, so lad. He's very loyal, so always a big thank you to Terry. Good friendship. Good friendship.